Hello, and welcome to the Welligant Woman Podcast, a place for women over 40 who are ready to transform midlife, reimagine what's possible, and make each new decade better than the last. I'm your host, Karen Viesta, certified health and life coach. And after going through my own midlife reinvention, I can honestly say that I now experience more energy, vitality, confidence, and joy than I ever have before. Each week, I'll be sharing information, inspiration, and strategies to help you do the same. Let's get started. Hey, hey, welcome back to the podcast. Um, So this week's topic is... Uh, I think a fun one. It's how to win at midlife. And who can forget Charlie Sheen and his famous meltdown during an interview in which he was, I guess, kind of gloating about his success and his over-the-top lifestyle. Uh, he, he may have been trying to defend himself against various accusations. At any rate, he, he was quoted as saying, the only thing I'm addicted to right now is winning, just winning every second. And then he kept repeating the term winning, winning over and over so that it became this, this funny meme and eventually this kind of slang expression that's become synonymous with success and, and just, you know, being really good at something. Um, winning is like being on top of the world, kind of rocking something and, and everything going your way. And you may have noticed <laughs> that this is not how most women feel about midlife. Not at all. Um, in fact, most women view themselves as losing pretty badly, <laughs> losing the war against time, losing their looks, their confidence, their appeal, their sexuality, um, losing their power, really. So much so that when we see a woman who is rocking midlife, it's obvious, right? She stands out and people take notice. That's because a woman who is winning at midlife is a powerful creature. That is a woman who loves and values herself and her experience in the world. She loves and values life. She thinks for herself. um, And she isn't afraid to express and assert herself. She has class and boundaries and standards, and she has stepped fully into her power. Um, The good news, I think this is the very best news, is that that is available to every single one of us. The bad news is that most women over 40 don't realize that. They have no idea that it is even possible. They've given up and given in to the notion that it is all downhill over 40 and that their best days are over. They've internalized society's ageist beliefs and beauty standards, and they remain in an almost constant state of struggle and disappointment. They're living in a state of overwhelm, exhaustion, and frustration, and so they keep attracting more and more of that. So what does it take to break that cycle and start to, quote unquote, win midlife? Well, it starts with the decision to win. And you get to decide to win midlife. You can simply make the decision to be that woman who is winning midlife. Nobody but you determines that. And then once you make that decision, you begin to to make some mindset shifts. This is not always easy. In fact, when you're first making these shifts, it's really hard. 
but it's absolutely possible if you commit to it. And I know this because I've done it. There was a time when I felt pretty powerless in my life. Like I was really at the mercy of other people and like the circumstances of my life were beyond my control, which of course wasn't the case, but that's how I felt at the time. Like I really wasn't in the driver's seat and I was frustrated and disappointed and resentful. When I thought about the future, it was with more fear and anxiety than excitement. And this was not a peaceful or a powerful place to be. And then one day, and I, I couldn't even tell you exactly what prompted it, but I just had a moment of like, no more, you know? And it's so interesting because that's how it happens, right? And I heard, I heard Tony Robbins uh, in an interview a while back say that we think that change takes a long time, but actually it happens in an instant. You know, it's the moment we say, as I did, no more, or let's go, or I do, right? Or anything that forces you to do something differently. So in that moment, I decided to just hop into the driver's seat and to start winning. Um, I took the very steps and actions that I'm going to share with you now, and my entire life changed within a pretty short period of time. And I cannot tell you that it was always easy, but I can tell you that I now live a life that I couldn't have even imagined 10 or even five years ago. And I'm still evolving. I think that we're never done. We're always growing and evolving. So I do this work right alongside all of you. But I know that I'm winning midlife by the way that I feel, by the peace and power that I feel now and by the deep joy and contentment that I have now, which was a direct result of shifting my thinking in the following ways. So here are the things that really helped me and that um, I would encourage you to do. Number one is pay attention to the whole of you, the whole woman. If you really want to, to be strong and powerful, you need to address both your body and your mind. We can't separate the physical from the emotional. And it's why my coaching practice is a blend of both health and life coaching. You know, that is pretty unique. But the truth is I have yet to meet a woman who feels truly powerful, who is not committed to both of these areas of herself. And I see in my work with women how much growth happens when we address both the body and the mind simultaneously. Um, number two is let yourself feel. By midlife, we have all suffered. We've suffered disappointment, loss, guilt, regret. We've been let down and or betrayed by others or, you know, even worse, by ourselves. And it can be tempting to just want to distract ourselves from pain. And there are, you know, many ways that we can distract ourselves, right? With technology, with shopping, food, alcohol, gossiping. Um, we can distract ourselves by kind of, you know, immersing ourselves into our kids' lives. That's a big one. Um, we can distract ourselves with busyness. There are no shortage of distractions. Resist the urge to bypass your emotions 
and distract yourself and instead get good at feeling them. And what I mean by that is emotions are just vibrations in your body that create sensations, right? Sometimes you have a tightness in your chest or you have a knot in your stomach or you have a lump in your throat or, or you know, wherever else you might feel them. But that's really all it is. And the ones that are uncomfortable, we consider to be negative emotions. So the, the emotions that create really uncomfortable physical sensations, we call those negative emotions. Learn to allow negative emotions and to process them. And this will be a future podcast episode for sure because, you know, as I work with women, I just see so many women struggling with this. Um, and this is actually a strategy that I learned when I was dealing with anxiety many years back. So during a, a really difficult period of my life, I would wake up in the morning with the most intense anxiety. And it was crazy because people would say to me, well, you know, what are you thinking about when you feel anxious like that? And I'd be like, I, I, my eyes just opened. Like I literally haven't had time to even have a thought, but I would have this incredible anxiety. And then I learned this technique, um, which basically required that I identify where in my body I felt the anxiety or the sensation. And then once I could identify where I was feeling it, I would sometimes put my hand over that area and I would just breathe. And while I was just taking deep breaths and, and you know, working to sort of um, bring myself down from, from that heightened state of anxiety, I would just kind of talk myself through it. I would think things like, okay, you know, it's just anxiety. Nothing terrible is going to happen. It'll pass in time. You know, we've got this. Um, I, I, it almost felt like the stronger, wiser part of me was talking to the anxious part of me. And I know it sounds a little strange, but it really helped me. Um, so whether, whether or not you use a technique like this one, when you're feeling a negative emotion, avoid the urge to very quickly do something or buy something or eat something in order to make it go away. You know, again, that goes back to the distractions. And instead, try to identify what you're feeling, where you're feeling it, and just kind of allow it, knowing that it will pass. And it will probably pass much more quickly if you're not fighting and resisting it. I think women who are winning at midlife are not carrying around a lot of old hurts and unprocessed emotions. I think they are women who have learned to process these things and that is what enables them to move on, to move past those things. Um, and that kind of ties into number three, which is boldly and gracefully let go of the past. Accept that things change and things end. They just do. And I know that this is a hard one, but it does us no good to resist that fact. Trust that when things end, the universe is making space for something new and something better to, to enter. I truly believe that and I have so much evidence of that in my own life and in the lives of people I know. And this will be far easier if we stop believing that the past is better than the future. We need to start romanticizing the future and stop romanticizing the past which is what so many people do you know look at your look at your life the way we look at our kids lives I can remember when my kids were little you know when they were let's say you know 
six months old and they were just starting to crawl or or um, you know mumble words whatever it was I would feel like oh my god this is the best stage you know it's so exciting they're so cute I love it this is the best stage and then they would get to the part where they were walking and they were kind of fumbling around and they were so cute and I would say oh this is this is the best stage it just every single stage they went through I remember thinking oh this is so good this is the best stage I think that I, what I want is for us to always think about our own lives in that way, as if they just keep getting better and better, because you will see that when you believe that. Um, and that uh, brings me to my next, my next point, which is maintain a future focus. If you've listened to previous podcast episodes, you have likely heard me talk about having a really compelling vision of the future. And even more important, have a compelling vision of yourself in the future. I think that this is an absolute necessity if you want to win midlife. I love the vision I have of myself in the future. She is a badass. (laughs) She is confident and classy and so much fun. And when I stay focused on her, and on my ideal future, I just naturally find myself moving in that direction. I am closer and closer to that woman every year, but I think that's because she is kind of front and center in my mind. Um, Next, number five, invest your energy wisely. Think about your energy investments the way you think about your financial investments. You know, who and what will you invest your precious time and energy in? And does that investment produce a good return? Does it add value to your life? And when the answer to that question is no, then have the strength and the wisdom and the courage to say no, right? That's what it means to have good boundaries. And you all, I am proud of myself for this one because over the years I have gotten so good at putting what my coach and mentor calls a red velvet rope around my life. Um, And I love that image, so absolutely feel free to borrow it. I can't take credit for it, but I know, you know, how effective it's been for me to think about my life as being kind of protected by a red velvet rope. And then to be really discriminating about who and what is allowed within that zone, you know, who, who and what is allowed access to you, to your time and your energy. I love that. Um, Number six, find your people. Not everyone is for you, and that's okay. In fact, that is as it should be. You don't have the time or the energy to make everyone in your life a priority. So it is really liberating to stop trying to please everybody and to just be yourself and trust that the right people will be drawn to you and you to them. You know, people who are winning, women who are winning midlife, do not try to force relationships with people who they no longer, or maybe they never did, really vibe with. Um, Number seven, prioritize sensuality and sexuality. This is a big problem that so many women over 40 are facing, and I realize that this is a very complex issue. But I also know that in our youth-obsessed culture, many women over 40 have bought into the myth that that part of your life is over or at least declining 
as you get older. That is absolutely not the case. And if you feel that you you know, have a low libido, that you're just no longer interested in sensual pleasures, and, and mind you, you know, sensual doesn't necessarily mean sexual. Sensual simply means of the senses. So it can be anything that stimulates the senses and gets you out of your head and into your body. That can be great food, it can be music, dancing, a hot bath, right? So if you, if you really have a lack of interest in that or if you have a hard time enjoying those experiences, I encourage you to do a little digging into your thoughts. Spend some time considering, for one thing, the state of your romantic relationship and um, you know, the state of your uh, stress level, you know, consider what's going on um, rather than just simply accepting it as part of aging because it is not part of healthy aging. And if you've allowed this part of you to become sort of dormant, it's important to investigate that and to bring life back to that. When I see a woman who's winning midlife, it is usually pretty clear to me that she's a woman who enjoys and prioritizes sensuality and her sexuality. Number nine is solitude and reflection. I love the Steve Jobs quote that, that says, you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. And I really do believe in that idea, that idea that life is understood in hindsight. Right, The circumstances of our life only ever make sense after we've gone through them. So take the time and make the space in your life to be alone with your thoughts and reflect on how your dots connect, how what you've gone through has led you to where you are, and what are the gifts in those experiences? You know, what, has, um, what have those things given you along the way? I find that the more that I do this, the easier it is to sort of relax and trust and just let things play out. You know, when I'm not making time for solitude and reflection, when I'm not really thinking about my life in this way, I tend to want to control everything. And I think that's, you know, a common, um, a, a common reaction for most women. But I think it, you know, having that time to reflect and thinking about your life in terms of the bigger picture does enable us to feel a little more trust and a little more security and a little less of a desire to kind of grip tightly and control. Um, next is be willing to surprise and impress yourself. I'm going to tell you, I was the shyest girl in school. I barely spoke in class unless I absolutely had to. And I did my very best to maintain a low profile. Anybody who knows me from years ago can attest to this. Who would have ever guessed that I would go on to have a website and a podcast and be on social media? I mean, I am putting myself out there in a way I never imagined that I would. I surprised and impressed myself for sure, and it took a lot for me to break out of that identity, so to speak. But what I can tell you is that it feels amazing to challenge some of the limitations that we have felt and that we've created for ourselves over the years. And once you do it once, once you prove to yourself that you can do it, it becomes easier and easier to do it again. 
Life just seems to open up before us when we do that. It's also very, very confidence inspiring. So I strongly encourage you to be willing to move beyond your comfort zone and beyond your you know, self-imposed limitations and surprise yourself every now and then. And finally, celebrate. Like everything, no matter how small, acknowledge and appreciate every little win. And there are probably more of them than you think there are. Winning midlife is really about appreciating where you are now and being excited about the future. It's about living in a state of gratitude and enthusiasm. Not all the time, because that's certainly not realistic, but every single day, find something, one thing, that you can really genuinely appreciate and celebrate. If you do these things that I've outlined, if you reframe the future, if you commit to caring for yourself, body, mind, and spirit, respecting your time and energy, and living in a state of possibility and celebration, trust me, you are absolutely winning midlife. Have a wonderful week, and I will see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Welligant Woman podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please don't forget to subscribe. And I'd love it if you would leave a five-star review and share it with others. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll catch you in the next episode.